Brothers. From the sweaty flanks of the Brisbane River, it's the live music trivia sensation where you play along. Beautiful people of Sydney, it's not on your rider! Make some noise! And now, a man more interested in Q&A than TNA, the man who makes sure this game show is not a lame show, the man who's never going to give you up but always going to triv you up, is Mr. Eamon Clark! Oh my gosh. Thanks for coming to the first ever Not On Your Rider outside of Brisbane here in Sydney. Thanks so much for coming on. Give it up for yourselves. I love it. Oh my God, Sonny. Um, oh, just, just out of interest, make some noise if you've been to one of these in Brisbane before. Yeah! I was right to expect that. Okay, welcome. <laughs> it's good to see you again. Make some noise if you, if you kind of know what's about to happen. You've seen some clips and, and you're feeling good. Okay. <laughs> Make some noise if you were dragged here and you're, you're cautiously optimistic. Yeah! Wow, that's, that's much better than cautiously optimistic. Well, it's like a live version of a panel show. We've got two teams playing together of our special guests. Come on, our special guests. Come on. Come on, Sonny. Come on. We're going to hear some stories from the entertainment industry, have a bit of a quiz, have some silly buggers, and you guys get to play along too at your tables and win some real prizes. So you can get as competitive as you like, or you can just uh, sit back and enjoy the show, as long as you feel passionately about which side of the room you're on. Because the room is divided to Team Dicko over here, and you guys are Team Patience over here. All right. Team, team Dicko and Team Patience are playing against each other. They're not playing against you. Whichever side wins, their side of the room gets three extra points on their score. Ooh. Don't patronise me. No, it's exciting. <laughs> it's going to be good. Um, yeah, so they're playing against each other. You get three extra points on your score. But let's go back and meet our, uh, our teams. Please, can you give it up for our amazing musical director here, Mr. Simi Lacroix. Not on your rider. Uh, I, I, I ordered the wrong size banner as well, too, you might have noticed. Didn't, <laughs> I didn't think to check that. Can you please move this, Simi? Thank you. <laughs> Give it up for Simi again, please. Banner mover extraordinaire. All right. Our first team captain, it's TV legend, music industry big dog. It's the nasty man off the telly. It's Dicko. Hello. How are you liking being back in Sydney, Digger? Oh, it's great to be back here. Uh, I'm no longer nasty, though. I'm a gentle, uh, elder, elderly man, just turned 60. But I still feel 58. Isn't that weird? So, yeah, it's great to be back here. Left seven years ago when TV gave me the arse. I thought, I thought I'd go and hide up in the Sunshine Coast hinterland where people don't have tellies yet, and it's worked. <laughs> So, yeah, Dicko lives up in Queensland with me. We came down a couple of days ago uh, to see uh, some comedy. And uh, a funny thing happened. We were walking down the street and uh, somebody from a car yelled out, touchdown, at him. Yeah, look, it's not actually funny. It's a real pain in the ass. It's been bothering me for 20 years now. That orange-faced baboon, Mark Holden, came up with touchdown. It gave me the shits because he wove that nonsense into entertainment currency and I was so... Fucking jealous of it, I really was. And um, yeah, they, at, at the end, it started off as nonsense, then he got his creaky old arm out and went, touchdown! And then at the end, there were like production values, there was lights and glitter cannons, and I was so jealous! 
And I look, I even tried a big tico from Dicko once, but I couldn't get through it, through it without being sick in my mouth, so that died a quick death. So, yeah, look, don't bring it up. It's really sad, and I'm jealous. A right? yeah, big tico from Dicko sounds like an STD or something. <laughs> you recently returned from the, uh, the jungle from I'm a Celebrity. Did you see this video that went around, actually? Sorry. Dicko, what's going on with his groin? Oh, my God, he is bulging. Come on. He's got no blood in his head. Why are they still wearing this shit? I can't look away from his nuts. <laughs> like, they're perched perfectly. Now we know why they call him Dicko. <laughs> I guess you are what you eat, aren't you? Nice, Dicko. And you've done a brilliant job at it. Shut up, cat. I'm trying to eat your balls. <laughs> <laughs> How did you go eating those balls? Have you developed a taste for them? They're not as bad as you would imagine. They just taste like really shit pate. Although, I have to say, the zebra one they gave me was not entirely drained, if you know what I mean. So, it's kind of a self-sourcing exotic meat. Uh, yeah, talk to Chris not doing his job there as a man. <laughs> Please give it up for Dicko, everyone! Next up, it's the, it's the original Red Wiggle, the Shred Wiggle, if you will, also from the Soul movies. It's Murray Cook! We're so excited to have you here, Murray. How are you going? I'm, I'm great. It's just up the road from my house, so it's oh, good. Oh, perfect. I can walk home. Yeah, we'll have an after party there, obviously. <laughs> sure. Um, you're the first guest we've had who's topped the uh, Hottest 100 recently. What a trip that was. How did you feel about that? It, it was great. It was our plan all along. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, get, you get them hooked young. Oh, yeah. 30 years later, That's you right. strike. It's patience, that. you know. You, you just wait and it'll happen. You spent the last eight years touring around with your band, The Soul Movers. Is, is, is it incredibly different playing to adults compared to children? Uh, yeah, that's the cool factor with adults that you don't get with kids. Kids either you know, love it and they'll just get into it. They don't care what they look like or what the, their neighbour thinks. Um, but with adults, you know, there's a lot of this... Like, you know, win me over. Um, but then we kind of use the same sort of methods because it's, it's about getting them involved. And, and um, so with the Soul Movers, we have a, a, a song called Lift Me Up and it's a gospel song and we get them all doing it, hands in the air and stuff. And, and uh, I go out into the audience and, you know, when someone's looking at you in the face and, you know, putting their arms in the air, um, it's kind of hard not to do it as well. <laughs> it's kind of... <laughs> It's almost like shaming them into it. Just don't no, no, it. you have to get in their faces, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's not really that different in a lot of ways. Yeah. And there's alcohol involved with adults too, oh, which, sure which helps. Please give it up for Murray, everyone. We're so stoked to have him. And very excited to have this next person on our show. It's comedian, actress, podcaster, and she was voted the ninth funniest woman in radio. Please give, put your hands together for Jen Fricker. Top ten, baby! Ninth funniest. That's, Ninth. That, that must have felt good. Yeah. Have you have you looked at that list? Um, no. Who else is on? Ah, uh, well, who's number one? Oh, I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> but there was a comment that I, I quite liked. It was, "This is so dumb. In no galaxy is Chrissy funnier than Jen. Better, but not funnier." <laughs> <laughs> Funny, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a compliment, isn't um, it? I guess so. I mean, Chris is still on radio, so yeah. in that way, they arrive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not only are you a comedian uh, and presenter, but you're a musician, so you're trained in uh, orchestral double bass. Yeah, man. Classically trained yeah. on the bull fiddle. If anyone needs an orchestral double bass player, <laughs> if there's some kind of emergency tonight, 
I don't have my double bass on me, so I cannot help you. Can you play electric bass? Is it like turn yeah, on yeah, the yeah. side, cello? Yeah, so bass. there's upright and yeah. then there's downright. But I, I heard you say that um, cello thing is a line. It's a, it's a comical line from um, School of Rock. School of Rock, yeah. And I'm here to clear up some misinformation. It's in fact not a cello, you have a bass. Um, and this line has haunted me my entire life. Especially as a, as a classically trained musician, um, I just want to say that a bass is not a guitar and a guitar is not a bass. It's actually from two different musical families. The double bass is actually from the viola da gamba family, which is Portuguese for violin of, of, the, of the legs, right? It's a big... And it's actually tuned in force. And a cello is tuned in fifths. And it's a different fucking register! So... Feels good to clear it up. Please give it up for Massive Bass Dog, Jan Fricker. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we've got uh, the, the lead singer of Indie Legends, The Greats, a band that I grew up covering when I was in uh, high school. So lucky to call her my good friend and team captain, one of the greatest performers the country's have ever seen, Patience Hodgson. Oh, thank you so much, Heyman. Thrilled to be back at the factory. Yeah, I was going to say, you've played um, some amazing stages across this country, uh, Splendour Amphitheatre, but... You were telling me the last time you played here, something interesting happened. All that's it? right. So backstage, they bought an entire bottle of white wine, and they said, "No, guys, just a glass for me," <laughs> because the last time I was here was uh, with the Greats reunion. So we had the Greats. We're you know we're doing stuff in America. Alana, our drummer, fell in love with an American. She stayed in America. We came back to Australia. We did some stuff without her. In 2018, we were like, "Let's do a reunion tour with Alana." Great. Um, we played Factory Theatre as Great. part of that reunion. <laughs> Great, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying not to say that word again. Um, we played here and it was a very fun night, very exciting. I drank a little bit too much and then I just feel like... Um, <laughs> see how I say I feel like? It's not a true memory. <laughs> it's, a, it's more of like a, it's a feeling of how the events went down. But I have... Um, we were driving back over the Harbour Bridge and it's just, like, it's all here. It's everywhere. I just have this memory of this feeling of, like, winding the window down, putting my face out of that window and just letting it all go. <laughs> like, all of the horror and all of the... Th just letting it go and being like, this just, just feels so good, feels so much better. Great, until the next, like, next morning, you've got to take that hire car back and you get to the petrol station to fill up and it's like, Hodson, you've got to take care of the left side. <laughs> Starboard, stat. And I'm out there in the morning, you know, with, like, the, the window cleaner and I'm like, ah, oh, oh, this is, you know, scrubbing, scrubbing the car, clean of my filth. Yeah, but not tonight. Just a single, just a single wine that's almost finished and I will certainly probably be having a second, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, if anyone wants to come to the after party tonight, follow the trail of Spew to Murray's house. <laughs> Give it up for patience, everyone. In the middle, we're so lucky to have her. She's a music and advocacy legend. She has an Order of Australia medal. She's the first guest we've had who's, had, who's got a bridge named after her in Brisbane, really. We're not worthy. It's Lindy Morrison. Hello, everybody. How are you going, Lindy? You just got back from England. 
Yeah, I just got back from London. I, I, I did some work there with um, some people, and that was really cool. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, Sounds like you were buying drugs. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, and I'm just about to go on the road with the Snarsky Circus, Lindy Band, The Great Club, May 26, just for instance. And... <laughs> And yeah, yeah, I'm back here. And uh, hey, isn't it great that Bri the Brisbane Metropolitan Liberal Elite Wokers came down to join the Marrickville Liberal Elitist Wokers? Isn't it great? Don't we love it? It's Not on your rider. <laughs> and we're back. Lindy, you, I read your book recently and you, you said you hated England and you were living there, you were having a horrible time. You, okay, can we just fix this up now? Yeah. It was not my book, it was Tracy. Thorne's book. Is that the book you're talking about? Yeah, you're on the cover. Yeah, but no, it was, it was a book about me that I did not write. Well, okay. <laughs> um. So, I, I said I hated England in the 80s. I did, I fucking hated England in the 80s. It, 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 well, it was a Thatcher time. You know, it, Thatcher and... It, 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 you know, they, it was just a disgusting authoritarian government that was putting down the workers. It was, uh, it, all the pubs closed at 10 p.m. It was like growing up in Brisbane. I was going to say, it sounds like Brisbane hey. Well, I was going to say, you were living in a share house with Nick Cave at the time. I was. Uh, he was addicted to heroin. It didn't sound a lot, uh, like a lot of fun. <laughs> wow, are we going to go there? Are we? I think we, we should, yeah. No, I don't no. mind if we do. No, no. It, I mean, it, it wasn't fun when people were overdosing and I was screaming, get an ambulance, somebody call the ambulance. It was, no, just put him in a cold shower. You were right. I oh, shouldn't no, have brought hey, that up to him. Hey, Linda, on, we, we didn't have showers in England in the 80s. Hold on. Hold on. Now, there was a very, very low laugh when I said the cold shower. Is that because people don't understand the cold shower idea when people are having an overdose? Or is that because it's like not a good thing to talk about putting people in cold showers when they're overdosing? I just don't understand why people didn't laugh then. I think like, it's... <laughs> just need to work on the punchline, Linda. What do you think? I think it's just because we're living in a time of water restrictions and um, <laughs> people are more worried about conserving. So you can put a heroin addict in a cold shower, but put a bucket in there as well <laughs> to get the overflow, I think. And of course, our final guest is a comedian, musician, internationally renowned, investigative journalist, and uh, according to Google, the director of Titanic, it's Cameron James. Hello, hello. Nice to meet you all. Um, you just did a rerun, a rerun of your uh, award-winning show, Electric Dreams. What was, it, what was the idea behind that show? So, way before I became a stand-up comedian, I was, I wanted to be a musician, like most of the people on this panel. And I wrote a lot of, uh, and when I say most of, I think the, Dicko is the only one who isn't really. <laughs> uh, Non-taken. Well, uh, <laughs> I, uh, when I was in high school, I wrote a lot of very serious and earnest songs about subjects such as the legalisation of marijuana and the movie The Matrix. <laughs> and sex and, I, and by the way I was a virgin at the time and uh, so this year I dug up all the old songs that I wrote when I was 14 and I played them on stage during my stand-up shows Nightmare. and didn't change a single word and uh, told the story of my high school experience I guess it was pretty wild 
And did, did people find the songs funny? Yeah, people were laughing at the songs. Um, and I've got to tell you, I'm 35 now. I wrote these songs when I was 14. It still really hurt, Lindy. <laughs> it still really hurt. <laughs> Please give it up for Cameron James, everyone. So sweet to have him. Now, of course, we've, we've got a few sponsors in Brisbane. Only one of them had the, the moxie to come down. It's uh, Jamison. So we've got Jamison specials tonight. Uh, $6.60 uh, gl glasses of Jamison. Yum, yum. Check them out. We've also got a bunch of Jamison and other prizes to win. First place uh, tonight takes home two double passes to see the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, a bottle of Jamison Black Barrel, and uh, a Wiggles vinyl, too. Second place gets a double pass to see the Little Sims and a carton of Young Henry's. And third place gets uh, a Wiggles vinyl, too. Not, yeah, not bad. Same rules as always. Obviously, no phones, no cheating. Try not to uh, look at your phones. I know it's difficult. Spelling doesn't matter. No yelling out. And circle patience or Dico on your answer sheet right now. So please make sure your uh, team name is written on every answer sheet. Be surprised at how hard that is. Uh, and circle team patience and team Dico. Dico, do you have the list of your, the teams on your side? Yeah, I handed it over to someone who's uh, a little more comfortable with details. Okay. Who's on your side? Quickly. Okay, we got Triv, actually. Never going to quiz you up. Let's get quizzical. The turnaround. We love Simi. How about that? Yep. Hi. <laughs> followed up by Mark Holden. Um, oh, followed up by Tasered Grandmas. Okay. Um, <laughs> these little red darlings... Gavage Sarden, Panic at the Quiz Show, uh, King Quizzit and the Quizzit Quizzit, The Dancing Queens, uh, Mystery Team, and cho uh, Drop It Like It's Hot Potato. Oh, that's great. That's genius. Well done. And Dico, who's on your side? Yeah, we got the two of us, small team. Uh, quiz Team Aguilera, that's a happy, a happy sax. We've also got a Dancing Queen, might be a fight there. Stacey's Dad's. Table of Five, which is a personal favourite of mine. Uh, topless Bitches. Uh, Ed Sheeran's legal defence team. The Wanderers. Spares. Uh, a trio of hangovers. Quiz Khalifa. Uh, pepperoni ice cream. Uh, Quizzy Rascals. No-eyed deer. Get it. Hot Pot City. Uh, there is a light that never goes out because as a tribute to Andy Rourke from The Smiths. And uh, disappointing dickos, none taken. And first world problems. Team Patience, make some noise. Yay! Team Dicko, make some noise. Yay! All right, let's buddy get into it. Round one. Thank you, Simi. Okay, round one, question one. What are the three things that men and women do in the land down under, according to Men at Work? What are the three things that men and women do in the land down under, according to men at work. Alrighty, question two. Everyone seemed all over that. Question two. This is interesting. Two of the highest-selling songs of 2014 in Australia mentioned Michelle Pfeiffer in the lyrics. What are they? Two of the highest-selling songs of 2014 mentioned Michelle Pfeiffer in their lyrics. What are they? Next up, I've got an audio, uh, a video question. Sorry for you. I need you to identify the music videos that have put. And I put through the Instagram sad filter. Okay, so there's four of them for four points. Give me the music videos that I put through the sad filter. I'll get out of the way because I didn't realize the screen would be so big behind me. Uh, I, for some reason, I put the Bob the Builder Mambo number no. five under it. So, anyway, enjoy that. Here we go. Four of them for four points. Here they are. Are you ready, Bob? Yes. What about you, Lovely? I'm a bit scared. Okay, team, let's 
Play it again. It's funny. It makes it makes it look like everyone's being forced to perform. Right, here they are. Oh, let's move forward. According to uh, Coldplay, how fast do birds come flying from the underground to show you how it all began? According to Coldplay, how fast do birds come flying from the underground to show you how it all began? Before we move on to the next question, I've got a little uh, game for Dicko. It's called Dicko Mode. You can't sing, mate. Did you say this to an Australian Idol contestant or did somebody leave it as a comment on one of our videos from someone on stage? All right. That voice should come with a government warning. Sounds like me. <laughs> it was. Michael? Yep. I'm not being rude, mm -hmm. but that voice should come with a government warning. Oh, sorry. A little bit rude. The best voice I've heard all day. However, you look crap. I think I said that about Guy Sebastian. You did. It was Guy Sebastian. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Uh, it's a no for me. You look nervous as fuck, dude. Have fun with it. I would never have sworn on television. Uh, yes, that was left on my band, The Creases, like a version. Uh, <laughs> Tiffany Franks, ten months ago. Uh, you look nervous as fuck, dude, okay. God, this sucks so bad. No, I would never use that word, suck. Not in that context. It was uh, Tiffany Frank. She came back two months later. <laughs> she, must, <laughs> she must have really been thinking about it. Yeah, left it on my like a version. I wish I could say I was big enough uh, to not track her down on Instagram and let her know how I felt. <laughs> New glasses. They suck, Tiffany. Your glasses, and so do your grandson's uh, paintings. They, sh they suck too. Grunge girl at 40, Tiffany. Yeah. I really showed her. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with it though. Question five is an audio question. I need you to identify the songs from the Simi version. So Simi's gonna play us four versions of popular songs. We just need the song titles. He's gonna play them twice. Please take them away, Simi.
Here we go again. God, he's good. Question six. According to Robert Smith of The Cure, which day of the week always comes too late? Which day always comes too late? Question seven. Uh, it's a this or that question. It's four answers uh, for four points. I'm going to give you four song titles. For each of them, I need you to tell me, is this a Thirsty Merck song or a Björk song? It's a question called Thirsty Björk. Oh, one of them is a... Thank you. I, I managed to find one that's both, too. So one of them is a both. A, emancipate myself. Thirsty Merck or Björk? B is declare independence. C is I miss you. And D is hope. Remembering one of them is a both. Let's move forward. Lock those in. This is for four points. Which four cities are mentioned in the uh, M song, Pop Music? Question nine. This is a three-pointer if you can do it. Sorry, I'm rushing through. We were a bit late to start. Uh, aside from solo work, which three acts has Daniel Johns released albums at? And just before we move on to the next question, I've got a quick little game for uh, Cameron and Jen. It's the tattoo game. I need you to identify the uh, artists from their bad tattoos. Okay, you've got your buzzers in front of you. All right, you've got them? Okay. Here's the first one. Cam. That is supposed to be Freddie Mercury. Correct. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. Are we identifying the person in the tattoo or the person who has the tattoo? Uh, the person in the tattoo. It looks please. more okay. like yeah. the mask from Jim Carrey's The Mask. <laughs> it does a bit, doesn't it? <laughs> Can we get the lights down on stage a little bit too, Dash? Thank you. All right, next up. Oh, shit. Jen? Bob Marley? That's correct. I hope. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was... That, this is a really racist one. Yeah, this is some ambiguity to this that Bob I don't Marley, feel I safe hope. about, yeah. Next up. <laughs> Cameron? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Tom York, but, I mean, Jesus Christ. They were having a bit of fun with the lazy eye there, aren't they? <laughs> Next, oh, that one actually wasn't supposed to be in there oh. yet. Uh, sorry. This is the final one. Ooh. Jen. Oh my god, I don't know why I pressed it. Is it? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna take a swing. Oh man, I thought it was Jack Black in the middle there. <laughs> I, oh, oh no. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say the Foo Fighters based on nothing. It's not the Foo Fighters. Can I, can I go, hey, very similar to Foo Fighters, Nirvana? <laughs> No, it's Hanson, obviously. Oh, no oh. shit. Are you serious? That's tough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is pretty good. I suppose Taylor. Oh, no, Taylor, Zach, and then the one no one <laughs> knows. The right wing one. Isaac. <laughs> the one who looks like Chad Kroger. All right, question 10 is our final question. Well done, guys. So you got points. Uh, which metalcore band took their name from a Pirates of the Caribbean line, and I'm going to give you some options. Is it A, Abandon All Ships, B, Bring Me the Horizon, C, Between the uh, Buried and Me, or D, Every Time I Die? Which metalcore band took their name from a Pirates of the Caribbean line? Swapping your sheets. Swapping your sheets. The three things that men and women do in the land down under Dicko. What did you have? We had uh, glow. Glow's correct. Chunda. Oh, ch Chunda's correct, yeah. And plunder. Plunder and Chunda, correct. 
That's three points. Glow, Plunder and Chunder. Glow. Glow, yeah, sorry. Dicko, we, I mean, we saw it before. You've got a, a Southern Cross tattoo. What was the story behind that, <laughs> you and Shannon Noel? Well, yeah, look, I did have a Southern Cross tattoo and then Cronulla happened, so I had to add some unicorns and rainbows to it. Yeah, and of course, fuck off, we'll fall underneath it, you know, so. Now, um, uh, yeah, we uh, went, uh, it was on the day when we were on an Australian Idol tour in Perth, and I just got called from my lawyer that I'd been given permanent residency, and I didn't have to move back to England, so I was very happy. So I thought, what better way to do it than get myself a racist bit of ink with Shannon Noel? It was fantastic. Actually, I've got another mate over there, all three of us went, he's got one as well. But, uh, but yeah, we took Guy Sebastian with us and we were all getting Southern Cross tattooed. And Guy Sebastian said, I wonder what my mum would say if I got my ears pierced. And this big Marion tattoo said, son, if you've got to wait for your mum, you're not ready. And you wouldn't believe it now because he's full of sleeves. But yeah, didn't, uh, didn't want to have his ears pierced, the boy, bless him. That's good advice. Jen, what did you have for question two, the Michelle Pfeiffer one? Um, so we had Riptide by Vance Joy. Okay. And the other one? And we had, oh no, oh no. Okay. And we had Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. Correct. Closest thing to Michelle Pfeiffer that you've ever seen. Well done. Well done yeah. for two points. You had an interesting run-in with uh, Mark Ronson at <laughs> is it Splendor? You were no, me? no, I interviewed him. He did a DJ set on my show on Triple J. And I was so excited. I came back early from holidays. I'm a hero, I know. Um, to interview Mark Ronson and have him play a DJ set on my show. And it was right after he won an Oscar for um, Shallow from A Star Is Born. And so I started the interview by being like, hey man, like congrats on the Oscar. And he was like, yeah, no thanks to you guys. <laughs> Cause Triple J didn't play Shallow. And it was kind of amazing that like, you can be the biggest music producer in the world and still be mad at Triple J for not playing your song. <laughs> did, you, did you cop that a lot when you were working at Triple J from artists? Yeah, you... I mean, I, I kind of got in a weird fight with Alex Lloyd, similarly. Okay. Even though he's like well before my time, but I met him backstage at a Bernard Fanning concert and I didn't know who he was. I knew of Alex Lloyd, but there was just a man sitting by himself. So I was like, I'm going to go say hi. And so I went and said hi to Alex Lloyd. And then he was like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I work at Triple J. And he was like, oh, ruined my life. Because he was like, you know, I put out one great album and they play the shit out of it. Now no one knows who I am. And um, yeah, it was... It was, uh, it was amazing. And then I, I went, <laughs> thank you. And then I, I think I told the story the next morning on Triple J and then I played amazing. So he'd get some money. <laughs> That's very, Mark Ronson can win a, a bloody Oscar with the same problem. I don't know what Alex Lloyd's going on about. Exactly. Right? He could have won an Oscar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Question three. Murray, what did you have for those ones? Uh, question three, we had, uh, I want to dance with somebody. Yes. By, um, Whitney. Um, uh, La Vida Loca. Living La Vida Loca, yes. Uh, Born to Try. Cor Born try. Born to Try is correct. Yeah, well uh, done. And Black or White. Black or White is correct too. And if you're wondering what our big red car looks like through the sad filter, this is it. Murray's in the backseat Playing his guitar Murray's in the backseat you're so sad. I, I kind of look insane. I don't know if it's sad. 
You were on tour for like 10 months of a year. Did you ever feel like that? Uh, every night, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the sad clowns. Yeah. You played some pretty amazing uh, venues. You played Madison Square Garden. Yes, yeah. And also... so only, only 12 shows there. But... Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> The, the Strokes the night before, uh, played the night before, um, and they were on the cover of Rolling Stone uh, that, that week, and uh, they played one. So. <laughs> Not bragging or nothing. You were, you were also on the uh, Macy's uh, Thanksgiving Day Down Friday. Wigglers, Greg, Murray, Anthony and Jeff are currently on tour wowing preschoolers from sea to silly sea. So get ready to wiggle as the Goofy yeah. guys team up with Macy's... Hey. You got, got arrested at yeah, the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, drugs. Yeah. <laughs> did, no, did, no, we, it's funny because the first time we were there, um, I, I think police in New York must all have little kids because like half the crowd there didn't know who we were, but nearly all the cops seemed <laughs> to know who we were. Maybe they had advance warning, I don't know, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was cool. The piggies love the wiggies, there you go. <laughs> Question for, according to uh, Coldplay, how fast they come, they, it's the speed of sound, or th 343 meters per second, I will accept too. The Simi songs that we heard. First one was Give It Up. Then it was Radiohead's uh, Let Down. We had Time To Say Goodbye. And last one was Hurt. Nice and Johnny Cash. Give it up. Did anyone get the common theme there, by the way? They're all things that Rick Astley will not do to you. Well done if you picked up on that. <laughs> Lindy, what did you have for the next one? Question six. For number ten, uh, six. Yeah. Sunday. Sunday's correct. Yes. Come on. Robert Smith. You supported The Cure once. We did and I rang Robert Smith at the hotel afterwards and I lived in a house in Wellington Street, Brisbane. Petrie Terrace. Oh no, you're Sydney. You're not Brisbane. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I always forget where I am. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and I rang Robert Smith and got through to the hotel room. That You could in those days. And um, I said, Robert, uh, in this house in Wellington Street, Petrie Terrace, Brisbane, there is a sunken bath. Would you like to come and join us? <laughs> but he denied me. <laughs> I know, I know it's incredible, but at least I got through to him. Yeah. <laughs> it, must, it mustn't have been a Friday, maybe. Um, and I really do love, I don't know if you've seen them, but his anti-monarchist rants on uh, Twitter, uh, because I'm assuming most of the metropolitan elite wokerati that are here tonight are Twitterati as well. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with this crowd? I don't like, know. Do I they, know, Linda. Do they not Identify as a metropolitan liberal elite. I don't get it. Do, do they not? I mean, they're coming to a comedy show. Yeah. And, and they don't identify. We're all scum. We know it. <laughs> we know we're all pieces of trash. Anyway, he's all over Twitter, uh, which is actually fun, you know. Now, um, Cameron does not do any social media, mm. uh, so he, so he didn't even know that Andy Rourke had died. Don't tell him that. They don't need to know that. Yeah, I know. Know. I know now, though, and it's very, I'm very sad. I'm glad we're all talking about a dead man at a comedy show. 
there's a real Easter egg for you guys watching tonight, which is Lindy's been mercilessly bullying Cameron since before, for about an hour since before the show started. Yeah. And um, it set a really interesting dynamic for that team. So I think it's... Um, watch out for it through the evening. I don't even know if it's bullying anymore or if it's foreplay. I yeah. can't tell. <laughs> I can't tell what's happening. I like it, though. Did she invite you back to her bathtub? <laughs> for question seven, Thirsty Bjerg. Ah, uh, Patience, what did you have? A. Oh, man. This is a shit show for us, this question. Yeah. It's yeah. very hard. Okay, it's so... It's 50-50. All right, we went double. We did the both, Mjerk Bjerk, for the... For, uh, um, uh, wait, wait, Lindy, I forgot. You, you wanted me to remove the Bjerk bit. That's right. Okay. No, I want you to... Which one are we doing? Number Emancipate one. myself. No, it's... It, it, it's, it's not Björk. It's, it's not Björk, it's, it's only Merck. Okay. Merck. You're going to say Merck. That's correct. It's Thirsty Merck. Yeah. <laughs> declare independence? Yeah. Because now, declare independence. What did you have down, Lindy? Björk? Björk is correct. That's right. I had Björk. I had mm. Björk. I miss you. I'm going to stop going to them. Was Björk? Yes. And the last yeah. one was both. Well done if you got those. Uh, right. Uh, wait, what yeah, we got? We oh, didn't. wait. Merck, Björk, Björk, both. Merck, Björk, Björk, both. The four cities that are mentioned in our pop music. Dicko, what did you have? New York, London, Paris, Munich. Everybody talk about. Pop music. Well done. New York, London, Paris, and Munich for four points. Cool. Question nine. Uh, Cam, if you can stop flirting with Lindy for one second. What did you guys have for question nine? Oh, yeah, Daniel Johns. We had Silverchair, obviously, The Dissociatives, which was his project with Paul Mack, and Dreams, which was his project with Luke Steele. And I know all of those, and I've heard all those albums, and some of them are really good. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Silverchair, The Dissociatives, and Dreams. Now, yeah. when I was doing some uh, research for you before the show, I found this petition that you put up online five years ago, Get Daniel Johns <laughs> to My Stand-Up Show, hashtag DJ for CJ. <laughs> Did it work? Did you ever end up meeting uh, Daniel Johns? I've met Daniel Johns three times in my life. The first time was when I was 15 and I embarrassed myself in front of him by telling... It doesn't matter, it's a long story. I embarrassed myself in front of him by telling him, and I don't think he knew this, that the Dissociatives album had been really badly reviewed. I tried to be nice about it. I said, I love the album, mate. I don't care about what the critics say. And he was like, what are the critics saying? And then I had to break the news to him. That the critics were not saying nice things. The karma came back earlier tonight when... <laughs> I know. Hey, the karma came back several years later when I was doing stand-up in Surrey Hills and I was being heckled my entire set and then I looked out into the crowd and it was Daniel Johns. <laughs> and there was a voice in my head that was like, I deserve this. <laughs> yeah. And I've met him a third time, but I don't want to go into it. it was yeah, a come on. Big night. A few... In the bath? <laughs> We were in the bath in Lindy's old chair house. I ran into Daniel Johns at a party and I saw him embarrass himself in front of an even bigger celebrity whose name was Dave Chappelle, who's a very famous comedian. And he tried to give Dave Chappelle a lap dance and Dave Chappelle grabbed his security guard and uh, forgive me for I'm about to say something quite rude, but it's not me, it's Dave Chappelle. Um, Dave Chappelle said... Get this gay pirate away from me. <laughs> Not on your rider. And that's the three times I've met Daniel Johns. Thank you. Silverchair Dreams Associative. 
Question 10, the metalcore band that took their name from Pirates of the Caribbean line. Let's, let's watch the scene. On deck, you scabrous dogs! Hands for braces! Bring me that horizon. Bring me the horizon was the correct answer, B. Well done if you got that. Please mark that answer sheet, put the total up the top, give it back to the team that it belongs to, double check, make sure it's marked correctly and added up correctly. We're gonna have a five minute break in between these rounds, so grab a drink, back into it. I'll give you a quick update on our onstage scores. Uh, oh, Cameron and Lindy are missing, that's sus. Team Patience. <laughs> <laughs> Team Patience is on 20 points. Well, yeah, could be good. Team Patience is on 20 points. Yeah! Team Dico is on 22 points. Woo! But we've still got two rounds to go. Let's get back into it. Round two. <laughs> Question 11. It's just you, Patience. Question 11, this is for three points. This is a great question, I hope you enjoy this. Uh, if I don't say so myself. Which three Queen singles begin with clicking? What are the three Queen singles that begin with clicking for three points? Next up, I've got an audio question for you. But this time I need you to identify the songs from the 8-bit versions. So there's three of them for three points. Give me just the song titles, I'll play them twice. Here we go. I've got a, uh, a couple of uh, six packs of uh, Young Henry's to give out if anybody wants to win some. Ah. I, all right, well, okay. Let's play this spinning light game. So, I'm gonna get the factory to choose four different teams to play for me. Uh, it's a game called uh, Lama Del Rey. I'm gonna give you a quote. <laughs> I need you to tell me, was this said by the Dalai Lama or Lana Del Rey? It's harder than you think. All right. Factory, can you please choose me a team to play? Oh, production value. Who wants it? Yeah, all right. Oh, okay. Give me some walking music. Is it Lama? Is it Lana? Or is it Lama? Is it Lana? Thank you, Simi. What's your team name? We love Simi. Oh, beautiful. Your quote. <laughs> Your quote is, when I walk outside, people have something to say about it. Dalai Lama or Lana Del Rey? Lana Del Rey? Correct. Well done. Woo! Now, legally, I can't give you your beers now, but you can come get them after the show. If they're like, yeah, that's it. That's all you had to do. Stunning. No, you don't have to. You can if you want. All right, let's choose another team. No dancing needed.
Who's going to get it? Oh, okay. This team in the second row, I think. Oh. <laughs> what do you think I'm going to do to this thing? <laughs> this feels weird. Okay. Your quote is, I know the rules well, so you can break them. Was that Lana Del Rey or Dalai Lama? Dalai Lama, you reckon? You're going to go Lana, De Lana Del Rey? Oh, it was the Dalai Lama. You should have said that. You can still have the prize, though. I've only got a, no a limited number of these. <laughs> what was their team name? Oh, yeah. What was your team name? Sorry. Quizzy Rascals. Stunning. I love it. All right. Let's choose another team to play, please. Who's it going to be? Could be you. Might be you. Hey, hello. How shitty are your friends? That's <laughs> okay. Lana. Oh, yeah. What's your team name? Uh, chorizo Nuggets. <laughs> okay. Chorizo Nuggets. Your quote is, my pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola. <laughs> no, th this is a trick question. It's definitely the Dalai Lama. <laughs> it's, it's actually Lana Del Rey. I'm sorry. <laughs> You can still have a prize anyway. Okay, one more to play. One more team, please. Who's it gonna be? Oh, it could be anyone. Over here in the corner. Okay. Thank you. Now, answer this correctly uh, to win a six-pack, but if we've learnt anything, I'm just gonna give it to you anyway, so don't stress out. Your quote is, suck my tongue. It's the Dalai Lama, well done. All right, that's Lama Del... Oh, yeah, what's your team name? Turnaround. Our name's the Turnaround. I reckon there's only one person on the stage there who gets what that reference is. The Turnaround. Murray, does that mean anything the to you? The Turnaround. The Turnaround, yeah. Um, there was a band called The Turnaround. Is that it? Nailed it, Murray, well done. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for Murray. You got a six-pack. Yeah. Wait, I knew some of those people. Are you in the turnaround? All right, here we go. Question 13. This is for two points. Which two Australian acts had hits in the 90s with songs called Deeper Water? They're both great songs from the 90s called Deeper Water. Question 14. Released in 1968, which Beatles song was not only the longest number one song at the time, but it's also the first to contain a swear word in it. It's kind, of, it's kind of hidden, it's difficult to hear. Released in 1968, which Beatles song was the longest number one song released at that time? All right, I've got another little quick game. I was gonna give Cam and Jen another chance to get some extra points for their team. You guys are professional comedians, but did you know that the Wiggles are also known for their jokes too? So I'm gonna play you Wiggly Joke Time. I want you to see if you can get the punchline before. Uh, this one is uh, courtesy of Captain Feathersword. Okay, here we go. You're first, Jen. <laughs> Ahoy there, me hearties. Welcome to Wiggly Jump Time. Why did the ballerina quit? Why did the ballerina quit? Why, why did the ballerina quit? Because she... Got pregnant. <laughs> oh, Wait, give me some clues. <laughs> Something about tutus. 
because it was too, too hard. <laughs> All right, another one. Why did the turkey cross the road? Why did the turkey cross the road? Because the chicken did it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> turkey loves peer pressure? <laughs> to prove it wasn't chicken! <laughs> Uh, I think I get that. Yeah, I think I get that it point. It kind of doesn't make sense. But anyway, yeah. I, I, I won't uh, argue with the captain. All right, yeah. here we go. Can I just say I had nothing to do with this? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I disavow all knowledge. This is after my time, I think. <laughs> well, we'll see if you... Uh, I've got one of you. Call a dinosaur with no eyes. What do you call a dinosaur with no eyes? Oh, okay, I do know this one. Pterodactyl. <laughs> Because yeah, it doesn't have any eyes in the name. That's actually a much better answer. Oh. <laughs> Do you think he saw us? Do you think he saw us? Oh, well, alright. Just and trying to bring some highbrow, <laughs> fun spelling jokes. And lastly... Why does, I'm getting heckled by Cam. I haven't said anything yet, but that is the most obvious fucking joke. Alright, well... What do you call the blind dinosaur's dog? Do you think he saw us Rex? Classic. Oh. These are classics. <laughs> and your last one, Jen. <laughs> Why are fish so smart? Why are fish so smart? Why are fish so smart? I don't fucking know, man. Because <laughs> they go to school! Because they go to school! Because they live in schools! <laughs> well Thank done. you so much. <laughs> giving that to me. <laughs> Obviously, the way my brain works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Question. Far out. That was so stressful. You did all right. I would have accepted all the omega-3 in them, I suppose. Omega-3? Yeah, it's a fish oil. I don't know. Okay. <sighs> More factual answers. This is so tough. <laughs> I think Captain Feathersword's one was better. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, too. Question 15 is going to be two answers for two points. Which two hit singles by Elvis had the word mind in their titles? Which two... Hit singles by Elvis had the word mind in their titles. This next question is about backmasking. So since uh, the time of records, people have been playing songs backwards uh, and looking for hidden messages. And, and from the 70s, Christian groups in the US have alleged that backmasking was used uh, for, by prominent bands to promote Satanism and drug taking. So, <laughs> all right. Go off. Uh, here is Led Zeppelin forwards. Oops. Oops. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Here we go. He's Led Zeppelin forwards. It's just, sorry, it stopped. <laughs> we know how the song goes. Anyway, here it is backwards. There you go, wow. For question 16, which Queen song appears to say it's fun to smoke marijuana when played backwards? I'll play it for you. Here it is. Disgusting. Which song was that? Forwards. I've got an ABBA question for you. 
Yeah, all right. Uh, it's going to be four answers for four points. Which ABBA songs were set at these times? So A, this song is set at half past 12. B, this song takes place on a Friday night. C, it, it takes place at a couple times, at eight, quarter after nine, and half past two. And D, this one takes place on a starry night. Oh, there's four different songs for four points. All right, let's move forward. Question 18 is two answers for two points. Which two song titles are shared by The Who and Limp Bizkit? All right, while you think about that, it's Cam's turn for wiggly joke time. Here yeah, we go. Have a fucking go. See how fucking easy it is. Why did the lazy man want a job in a bakery? Why did the lazy man want a job in the bakery? Why did the lazy man want a job in the bakery? Um, because being a comedian in a pandemic isn't paying the bills. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> So he could loaf around. <laughs> Comedy gold. You prick, Murray. <laughs> the lazy man want a job okay. so he could loaf around. <laughs> Just in case you didn't get it the yeah. first time. Yeah. Play it one more time, actually. That'd be nice. The punchline so nice, I played it twice. All right, here we go. What do you call a flying police officer? Flying police officer. I've got to think of a Wiggles punchline for this. Uh, toot toot chugga chugga big flying cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever say that, Murray? And it's more of a Jeff line. How did you know? <laughs> a helicopter. A helicopter. <laughs> Why did the teacher wear sunglasses? Why did the teacher wear sunglasses? This is obviously going to be because his students were so bright, right? It's going to be that. Is it? Murray? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> because his class was so bright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much coke were you on back then, Murray? <laughs> we're dying to know. You saw us with the New York police. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the last one. What kind of music are balloons scared of? What kind of music are balloons scared of? K-pop. But, but not for the reasons you think of, because they're racist. Please, <laughs> racist. Pop music. <laughs> you would be pop, yeah. Give it up for Cam for Wiggly Joke Time. That's good. Well These are really good. They're really good. You should, um, you should tour did, the comedy festival. Did, so. did you take them down? Beg your pardon? Did you write them down, Cameron? Did I write them down? Yeah, no, yeah, I did. Later, you know. Should I have? For your own show. I might just get you to come and <laughs> sure. gig with me. It might I'll, be easier. I'll do the support. <laughs> toot toot, chugga chugga, big fun yeah. cup. All right, question 19. Which hit song from 1969 mentions the fictional band Willie and the Poor Boys? Willie and the Poor Boys. And question 20. This is going to be four answers for four points if you can do it. What are the four things that the Pussycat Dolls suggest that we wished our girlfriends were more like? Don't you wish your girlfriend was blank like me, etc. For them, four points. All right, lock in those answers for that round. That's the end of round two. So please swap your answer sheets over with it. All right, here come the answers. 
Question 11. Now, this is three answers for three points, if you can do it. The three Queen singles, let's hear them. Here it comes. Under pressure. She keeps Kill Queen. And the last one. It's a kind of magic. It's a kind of magic. A kind of magic for three points. Dicko, you worked in the UK uh, for, for record labels for a very long time. You worked at Creation Records, famous for having Oasis and, uh, you know, Primal Scream and all that. Did you ever encounter the Go-Betweens? No, I, I, I used to, I was working at Creation when Go-Betweens lived in London. I remember once, um, I, I went out, I was big, always been a big football fan and I went out to get my sandwich and, and bought a football magazine. I came back, I was eating my sandwich at lunchtime, reading a football, like a soccer magazine. And Alan McGee, who was the impresario of the label, came back and went, Ian, get the fucking football mag off your desk. I've got the go-betweens coming round. It's not cool. And I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't realise. So I've got to ask Lindy, would you have been offended by a football magazine in Creation Records? You're on. <laughs> you know, I had a, 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 a really um, intense relationship with Creation Records. You uh, didn't fuck Alan McGee, did you? No, but I fucked Joe Foster. Really? <laughs> fuck. He, yeah, was, so, so, he was a hardcore yeah, nut job, that fella. He was not. Slaughter Joe Foster. Yeah, you I, fucked him. I fucked him. And Jesus I, Christ. <laughs> And I've never ever told anybody that story. I'm not fucking surprised, darling. <laughs> Fuck. You could possibly drink him up to a two, but that's it. So I played in Slaughter Joe's band and I played in Nicky Sutton's band, but I used to hang out with those creation, yeah. those creation freaks. Uh, they, 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 were, they were great fun. They uh, really were great fun. And they, and were, they didn't read football and they, magazines. They were the alternate of the alternate. They you were? Know, like, I mean, every time I talk about alternative here tonight, nobody gets it. But you know, it's like the alternate counterculture, like the, the the real deal, the authentic thing. And, and um, did you really fuck Slaughter I Joe Foster? Fucking him. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm amazed by that. I, I know. All right. He, he was, was a, a bit of rough. I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, they didn't. What was the question? What I don't know. <laughs> I'm just amazed that you fucked. Slaughter Joe Foster. <laughs> they didn't mention that in your book or the Here's book the about you, I should say. Uh, identify the songs from the 8-bit versions for three points. We had uh, Let's Groove, Earth, Earth, Wind and Fire. Did you fuck any of them? No? Uh, Dr. Jones, my aqua. And Barracuda was the last one. Did anyone get the theme there? It's uh, Earth, Wind and Fire, Aqua and Heart. It's all the things you need for Captain Planet. Oh. Earth, Fire, Wind, Water, Heart. Go, Planet. Mm, maybe next time. <laughs> Question 13, the two acts that had hits. Lindy, dare I ask, uh, what's the answer to question 13? Uh, are we on um, uh, question 13? Because frankly, I'm still reeling. Um, Have you fucked any so of these people? <laughs> I'm not hung up about fucking, you know. Like. Well, Lindy, I really need that soccer magazine back, by the way. 
Okay, so Paul Kelly. Yes. And a Dead Star. Dead Star is the other one. Well done. You, okay, so you, you've lived quite a life, Lindy. Uh, I, I, I took down some notes from the book that's about you. It's not your book. Uh, you started off working uh, for the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island Legal Service. Is that correct? You once were a runner-up on a chess tournament after declining to sleep with your opponent. Is that true? <laughs> he didn't work for Creation Records. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. You, uh, you lived in a share house with Jeffrey Rush. Yeah, I lived in many, many share houses with Jeffrey Rush it, all over the world. Is yep. it true that it was uh, during a flood he was uh, enacting scenes from Titanic? Yeah, yeah, so he turned the dining room table up. The 1973 uh, flood in Brisbane, or it might have been 74, but, you know, I, I, it's not Brisbane, like, this is Sydney, so you don't know about the 74 flood, flood in Brisbane. But it was huge, man, like everything was flooded. And uh, so we're in this house and we're completely surrounded by water in Tuong, Brisbane, and he turns the dining room table up and he makes us enact scenes from the Titanic. <laughs> And this was 1973 before the movie, which is the only thing, the only thing you know about the Titanic, isn't it? The only thing you know about the Titanic is that fucking movie. Cameron directed it. <laughs> Not on your rider. And we're back. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Thank that honestly sounds so annoying, though. Can you imagine that? You're in, a, like, a, a natural disaster and Jeffrey's like, oh, the icy cold water. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Question 14, the Beatles song. Here it comes, here it comes. I was, hey, Jude. Do you believe it? Now, I'll play it for you. Uh, apparently, it wasn't supposed to be in there. You can hear John Lennon say, fucking hell. Listen for it. Did you hear that? I can't you in for it. Okay. Can't hear it? One more time. Yeah, you'll hear it every time now. Yeah, yeah, just in time. The hit singles by Elvis Murray. What did you have for this? Uh, Suspicious Minds. And yeah. always on my mind. Correct. Suspicious Minds. And always on my mind. Now, you ended up meeting Gene Chrisman, who was the drummer on Suspicious Minds, and he, um, he uh, convinced you to record over with the Muscle Shoal Boys. Is that right, with Soul yeah, Movers? Yeah, um, so we were, the Soul Movers, my band, went over to um, South by Southwest in 2017, and then Lizzie, the singer, and I went on a bit of a road trip, and we went to Muscle Shoals uh, to look at the studios there. And if you haven't seen the Muscle Shoals documentary, it's really worth seeing. It's an amazing place and uh, so we went we went and looked at fame studios and then muscle shoals sound um and um but they wouldn't let us into the actual studio because someone was recording there and so lizzie um was just kind of hanging around and this elderly guy came out and, and I, I was just at the car and, and uh she's talking to this guy and uh apparently she's saying he, he said to her, oh, what, you know, what are you doing here, and blah, 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 and then he said who he was, and he, he played on um, Suspicious Minds, he played on um, Kentucky Rain, he played on um, all those uh, songs at that, that era, but he also played on Dusty in Memphis. Um, he was one of the, one of the um, uh, Memphis guys, uh, and, uh, and his um, grandson loved the Wiggles, so he came over and he wanted a photo with me. And, uh, and then he's saying, oh, come in and look at the studio, come and meet everyone. And, and um, um, uh, my mind's going blank, but the, um, uh, the main guy from um, 
the Black Keys, um, Dan, Al Dan, Dan Albach, yeah. was recording a solo album. Point. There, thank you. And um, uh, so we went and met him and talked. And he, he said to us, um, so are you thinking of coming here to record? And we, Lizzie and I just looked at each other and went, well, we weren't, but now we are. So, so the next year we went back and we recorded it at Fame and uh, Muscle Shoals Sound. And then we went up to, to Memphis and recorded it at Royal um, Studios where Al Green did all his early 70s stuff and, uh, and Sun Studios as well. Um, so pretty, pretty amazing. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> played on that. So we didn't actually... Um, play with him. He wasn't available when we came back. But uh, but David Hood, who was one of the Swampers, who played on, um, it, you know, just about everything that came out of Muscle Shoals, in, including the Staple Singers and um, and Aretha Franklin. He he played on our album and uh, and Spooner Oldham as well. So it was just it was just one of those great great moments that that turned into an amazing experience. And the album's called Bonafide. It's on Spotify. <laughs> And, and we're playing at the Great Club on the 9th of September. All right. More plugs. Anyone? <laughs> if what, we're doing plugs. What did you have for the Queen song, Murray? Just that um, interesting. What did we have? Oh, Another One Bites the Dust. Another One Bites the Dust is correct. I don't have a Queen story, though. Oh, OK. <laughs> and, but don't think that it stops at Queen and Led Zeppelin. Modern-day artists are still using uh, backmasking in their songs to uh, promote Satanism and drug consumption. For example, here's the great song, 192020. It's a bit, a bit of heffin' and jeffin' there, but it's pretty straightforward until you reverse it and cover Patience's true intentions. Here it is. Goldfish hussy. Goldfish hussy is what I'm really wondering. And Lindy Morrison, don't think your heresy has gone unnoticed. Uh, Go Between's classic song, Cattle and Cane. We all know how it goes. Is it a nostalgic ode uh, to North Queensland or is it a hidden commercial? You tell me. Sort of a weird ending there. But... Can someone get me a Coke, actually? I feel like I'm not. I like Mel Brooks, though. Not love, no. Question 17. The other songs are A, Half Past Twelve, was Gimme, 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 The Man After Midnight, yes, yes. Dancing Queen for Friday Night. All those times, the day before you came. Who got that? No one. All right, that's my fault then. Sorry. <laughs> and the last... No, Abba had to. All right. Fernando was the last one. Well done. Cam, the song titles that are shared by The Who and Limp Bizkit. <laughs> it's crazy how fast I got these. Um, <clears throat> Behind Blue Eyes, which is the cover that Limp Bizkit did of The Who. Correct. And Limp Bizkit and The Who both share a song title in My Generation. Correct. And Limbiscuit one is better than the Who's one. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, it's not, it sucks. It's terrible. My Gigi Generation. Yeah, I know what I've played. It's hard. a tune, yeah, it's right. <laughs> Murray. Talking about my generation. Willie and the Poor Boys. Ah, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, Down on the Corner by Creedence Clearwater. Correct. Yes. 
You actually uh, met John Fogarty. Here's a, here's a video of you. To a Tinseltown Jews. Rockin' Santa. I'm rocking Santa. This man has speakers and he's booming out to Dress up, dance now. He's a Christian man coming with a Here we go. Ho, ho, here we go. It's rocking Santa. How <laughs> oh, cool. How did that end up happening? Uh, he was. Uh, he came to a show with his. He had a young daughter who actually now plays in his band. Sometimes uh, she's grown up, but uh, he uh, came along and he was talking to us and saying that he loved the songs and, and how they were constructed. He was like really, really quite almost a scholar of them, which um, was pretty flattering. And uh, then we just kept in touch with him. And when we went back to LA. Um, a bit later in the year, I think we had, we were doing a Christmas album, and we said, "Would you come and sing on these songs?" And we went actually went to his studio, and he um, uh, he recorded these two Christmas songs, and uh, and then did the video um, as well. And afterwards, he he, he said, um, "Thank you for letting me be part of this." And, and we're going, "You're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You're John Fogerty. You can do what you want." It was it was just one of those like pinch me. Um, moments when we, we had a few, but for me that 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 was one of the greatest greatest um, moments of my life, really. <laughs> and of course, when you reverse it, you can figure out what you were really trying to say with uh, John Fogerty. It was a song about Satan forcing you to dance. <laughs> Yeah, you got me. <laughs> and Jen, what what did uh, what did the Pussycat Dolls suggest that we wish our girlfriends were more like? Okay, so I think I don't know if we got the four things. We got hot. I wish your girlfriend was hot like me. Yeah, a freak like me. A freak like me. Raw like wish, me. Don't you wish your girlfriend was raw like me? And then I think we said sweet. Ooh. Fun like me was the last oh. one. Oh, well done if you got that. So wholesome. Yeah, no, it's nice. <laughs> I said what? I said come bucket, actually, oh, no. but. <laughs> That's the end of round two. Please mark that answer sheet, total up the top, give it back to the team it belongs to. We're going to have another uh, five-minute break. Simi's going to play the song of our people, My Happiness, by Powderfinger. Oh, I thought I was playing My Generation. No. The oh. Biscuit version. All right, quick update on the scores. Team Dicko is on 41 points. Team Patience, 40 points. Ooh. Still one more round to go. Anyone could win. Let's get into it. Okay, question 21. Which two Madonna number one singles begin with a clock ticking? She's had two number one songs that begin with ticking clocks.
Question 22. This is going to be three answers for three points. I need you to identify the censored words in these Christmas songs. So I've, I've blanked out three different words in Christmas songs. I need you to identify them for me. I'll play them twice. Here we go. Oh, bring us some f- pudding. Oh, bring us some f- pudding. Oh, bring us some f- pudding and bring it out here. Frosty, the snowman knew the sun was hot that day. So he said, Let's, we'll have some fun now before I melt away. Poor me. Santa Claus got stuck in my, stuck in my, stuck in my. Santa Claus got stuck in my. When he came last year. Santa Claus. All right, question 23. For two points, which two artists had top 40 aria hits with songs released in 1998 titled Shimmer? Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> 1998, Shimmer. Question 24. This is multiple choice. Which of these is not the title of a Dave Matthews Band album? Dave Matthews Band, you love him. All right. Is it A, Crash? Is it B, The Chicago River Incident? Is it C, Stand Up? Or D, Big Whiskey and the Grugrux King? Which one is not? Crash, Chicago River Incident, Stand Up, Big Whiskey. All right, we're on a roll. We got this. Question 25 for three points. What were Belinda Carlisle's three biggest hits in Australia as a solo artist? Belinda Carlisle's three biggest hits. They're bangers. Question 26. I need you to match the celebrity to their strain of cannabis. So it's for them for four points. A is Ghostface Killer. B is Justin Bieber. C is Jimmy Buffett. And D is Nickelback. And the strains are, number one, peaches, two, coral reefer, three is high times, and four is woo goo. So match the celebrities to their strains of cannabis. Hopefully you can see them all right. Ghostface Killer, Justin Bieber, Jimmy Buffett, Nickelback, peaches, coral reefer, high times, and woo goo. There's uh, Jimmy Buffett vibing out. All right, let's move forward. Question 27. Which Melbourne band has released over 23 albums in the last 10 years, including Eyes Like the Sky and Music to Eat Pond Scum 2? Uh, which dessert is mentioned in the Macklemore song, Downtown? But I'm going to give you some context clues. The lyrics are, cruising down the Broadway, girl, what a wonderful view, wonderful view. There's layers to this shit, player. Blank. And it's the same word again, blank. Let my coattail drag, but I ain't tearing my suit. Tearing my suit. What dessert is mentioned in the Macklemore song, Downtown? Question 29. What body part is mentioned in the chorus of uh, Thompson Twins' massive hit song, Hold Me Now? What body part is mentioned in Hold Me Now? And question 30. Question 30. Which uh, 70s hard rock band took their name from the river that separates Earth and the underworld in Greek mythology? Which hard rock band? And I've got a tiebreaker question, just in case there's a tie. Please write it in the tiebreaker box down the bottom, of course. How many clicks are there in the intro of Under Pressure? 
Have an educated guess. How many clicks in the intro? Everyone's clicking. It's cute. All right, lock in your answers. Have an educated guess. Here come the answers. We're powering through, making up time. Question 21. Which two uh, Madonna singles begin with a clock ticking? Or well, let's hear them. Hung up. Four minutes. Well done if you got that. Hung up and four minutes. Murray, you were in a band called Finger Guns. Yes, I was. It's is that related to the Wiggles finger guns? Is, is there any relation? Not at all. And oh. I, I, probably I'm a bit of an idiot because I didn't make the connection <laughs> until someone said, said to me, oh, so you're in a band called Finger Guns. Is that where this came from? I'm going, no, actually, but yeah. <laughs> where did that come from, by the way? Um, we were on tour. In the early days, um, we used to tour the regional areas a lot and we'd ha maybe have a day off on a Sunday and, and there'd be not, not much to do in some little town. So we were, we, we were all watching TV separately and there was some 10-pin bowling on and there were these two guys who were 10-pin bowling team and every time one of them got a strike, they'd turn to each other and, and go... <laughs> and so the next day we're going, did you see those guys on on TV, and it was just kind of a bit of a joke. We were just mucking around doing it backstage and going, yeah, this thing, and, and, and I think I started doing it on stage, just mucking around, and the other guys started doing it too, and just kind of stuck, so, yeah. Interesting. So whoever those guys are, we ripped off your thing. <laughs> I actually managed to track down an original Finger Guns uh, single too. I'm gonna give away to a team tonight, and it's gonna go to Drop It Like It's Hot Potato for your team name. Where are you? Well done. Come get it afterwards. Because we didn't get to play the lyrics game. Uh, identify the censored words from the Christmas songs. It was figgy, run, and chimney. Let's run, we'll have some fun. Figgy, run, and chimney. Cameron, the, sh the shimmer artist. Do you know who they were? God. Number 23, shimmer. We had fuel. Fuel is correct. And then we couldn't decide on the next one, so we left it blank. No, okay. we decided that it was Fiona. You're right. Shrek's wife. Sorry, we did decide it was Shrek's wife, Fiona, <laughs> doing a cover of Shimmer. <laughs> Jen, did you know the answer? Uh, no, so we actually had Creed, because I was like, it's one of those like... It was. And then we said Mariah Carey, because she likes glitter, so it's kind of similar. It was Sean Mullins. Uh, Remember that? Oh, born to shimmer, born, born to shine. Yes. Yeah. I remembered the melody, couldn't remember the name. Um, hope he's still with us, hope he's doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Sean Mullins. Question. What was his other hit? Quickly. A, a rockabye. Everything's gonna be alright. Rockabye. Rockabye. Rock <laughs> I grew up with the children of the stars <laughs> in the Hollywood Hills and the boulevard. It's a spoken word song mainly, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Question 24, uh, the Dave Matthews Band album title that didn't belong to them. Dico, did you know this one? Uh, B, I think. It was B, the Chicago River Incident. And it was, I was, do you guys know about the Chicago River Incident? I was, I was thinking about it because it wasn't that long ago. Uh, 
it was one of those bridges with holes in it for uh, irrigation, and the Dave Matthews band stopped on the bridge to dump its septic tank in the river, and right at that moment, a sightseeing cruise was passing underneath and got covered in the Dave Matthews band. This is an artist's rendition. This isn't real. That's an artist's impression? Yeah, that's yeah. not real, but... Is that real? No, it's... It actually happened. That picture's not real, but it actually happened. No, it's not real because there's no pooping on the bus. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, we we did tour busing. Yeah, it's just number ones, no number twos. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so it wasn't that bad, really. Yeah. Dave Matthews' band was much nastier than you guys. It turns out. <laughs> Full yeah, of shit, if you ask me. <laughs> so no. Wiggles, you're like you wouldn't drop any hot potatoes on the bus or anything <laughs> like that. No, never, never. No. No, no. You got into big trouble. That was one of the big numbers. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of course, nothing uh, is not as bad as the uh, Darling Harbour cruise that got covered in patience's spew a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Question 25. Uh, heaven is a place on earth was number one. Then it was summer rain. And what was the last one, Jen? Oh, I, I don't know. I'm no. too young. Circling the sun. Circling the sun. Cam. Darling, leave the light on for me. I'll be there before you close the door to give you all the love that you need. Darling, leave. I actually think it's the best. I come. Yeah. You're going straight to Sydney. <laughs> I got a big ticko from Nico. But you're not going to get a fucking touchdown, all right? <laughs> I actually think Leave the Light On For Me is the best Bruce Springsteen song never written. That's my secret. It was it's Leave a Light On. Such a good Springsteen style song. She's great, we love her here. Yeah. <laughs> Match the celebrity to their strain of cannabis. A, Ghostface Killer was four Wugu. B, Justin Bieber was one Peaches. C, Jimmy Buffett was two Coral Reefer. And Nickelback was three High Times. Three High Times. Really? Did you ever hear that, uh, that uh, mashup of two Nickelback songs? They just played How You Remind Me and Someday at the same time and they line up beautifully. Oh, we'll, we'll listen to it later, it's fine. We'll listen to it at the end. I was supposed to play it, but it didn't work. Uh, question 27, the Melbourne band, Dicko. The Giz. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard is correct. Jen, there's layers to this shit, player. It's a tiramisu. Tiramisu is correct. Patience, hold me now. What our body part is mentioned? Okay, Lindy was our. She's got. We went with Lindy. She said heart. Heart, of course. Warm my heart. Look at you, Lindy. <laughs> oh, I've got more facts from your book too. If you feel up for it, Lindy. <laughs> Who else did she fuck? <laughs> Who, Who did, did you fuck? fuck? <laughs> no, sorry. This is weird. Um, you were you were ordered you were awarded an Order of Australia medal. Um, oh, I think Murray was too, actually. Order of Australia medal. Are you asking me who I fucked again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So I got an Order of Australia medal. Yeah. I'm really That's proud correct. of it. I'm not going to deride it in any way. It was quite an achievement. It took like for fucking 50 years of hard work yeah. in the Australian music industry. So, yeah, you thank definitely you. deserve it. Thank you. Thank you very much. You once drove in a van from Morocco to Algeria. I beg your pardon? You once drove in a van from Morocco to Algeria. Well, um, yeah, I, I hitchhiked around 
the north of Africa for many, many months in 1975 and 76. Yeah. Uh, I am old. I know, I know it's, not, it's hard to understand, but 75 and 76, I hitchhiked across the top of North Africa. Yeah, and I nearly died in fucking Tunisia, but I was with some, are you, is this the guys in the van playing Dylan? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. They're playing, so I'm with these Australian men in, in a van, uh, hitchhiking. Yeah, well, Morocco was terrifying, but that's another story. But I was hitchhiking across and I um, got in a van with uh, uh, four Australian dudes and they played Dylan the whole time. And this is the thing, I, I was so sick and I was like, I had really bad amoebic dysentery and, uh, and, and, and uh, from drinking the water. Or, or eating fresh food, because you never eat fresh food. You know, you've got to only eat cooked food for those of you who haven't traveled out of Sydney. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, and, and uh, oh my God. Anyway, so, uh, I, now I've forgotten the train, but I'll tell you something that happened. They, no, there are two stories, I'll do them quickly. One was, because they played me Dylan all the time, when I joined the go-betweens, all that Robert and Grant did was play Dylan. They were obsessed with Dylan. And whenever we were on the road and traveling in Europe in vans or in America or anything, whenever there was some kind of underground or what do you call those bootlegs of Dylan's to buy, we would take, you know, a 200 mile journey to the left so they could go to some tiny town to buy a bootleg of Dylan. That's what it was like. So consequently, I hated Dylan. And you know, like, and I hate myself now that I hated Dylan in that time. Because Dylan's great. We all agree, don't we? Dylan is great. Okay, so, so the. I, I was just going to check one more thing off, bef one oh, right, more thing, yeah, just to yeah. make sure it was true. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no, I do want to hear a story. Don't mean to cut you off. No, 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 you go. You once played bridge with Roger Moore. Yeah, I played Bridget. <laughs> and did I, played, you? I can't believe you're bringing all this I shit I mean, up. we need to hear this story. You played Bridge with Roger Moore. Okay. Tell so us the full story of this and take okay, as long as you so want. <laughs> as a Bond fan, I'm keen to hear it. Okay, so I was the au pair to a really very famous Hungarian conductor. Because uh, in, uh, in, in, in his children, in 1975 and 76, as I said, I was hitchhiking around the world. And I ended up in Italy where I became the au pair uh, to, I just can't think of his name now, uh, a, a Hungarian conductor. Could someone Google Hungarian conductor, please? Was it oh, Franz okay, right. Ferdinand? No. <laughs> Anyway, he lived in a comp he, no, his holiday house with his um, English bride and their two children, five and seven. Uh, they lived in a compound south of Pizza in Italy. And I was their au pair uh, for four weeks in either 1970, no, 74 or 75. George? No, he said, did you fuck him? It's not nice. It's not, just calm down. Hey, no, that is a very good question. Oh. That is a very good question, because because he pursued he pursued me, he he pursued me, but but but, but I stayed true to my principles, <laughs> of which of which I have none. <laughs> but which I 
much as you don't fuck Hungarian conductors. Like, that's just, you know... Or conductors, sorry. Just you don't fuck conductors. Got it. Me too. I mean, would they fuck with their little... They'd be fucking like that. So, so, so what, what was the question? Uh, which body part is mentioned in the top? <laughs> He's giving up a landing. Oh, my gosh, she's got so many stories. Read her book. It's incredible. And question 30, that hard rock band was Sticks. Well done, if you got Sticks. Mark that answer sheet. Total up the top. Back to the team it belongs to. We're going to come by and collect them. We're going to add up the uh, points really quickly and let you know how you went very soon. Simi's going to hit us with a couple of songs. Please take it away, Simi. Yeah, patience is going to help me. All right. Everywhere I look around. Love is in the air Every sight and every sound And I don't know if I'm being foolish Don't know if I'm being wise But it's something that I must believe in And it's there when I look in your eyes Love is in the air In the whisper of the trees Love is in the air, in the thunder of the sea. And I don't know if I'm being dreaming, don't know if I feel safe, but it's something that I must believe in. And it's there when I call out your name.
Thank you. No. He used to say in my old job, give yourselves a big clap. <laughs> the results are in. There wasn't a tie in the end, in case you were wondering. Uh, there's 12 clicks at the start of Under Pressure, though. 12 clicks. There was some good guesses. So I'm going to read out everyone. Uh, there's 35 teams here tonight. Uh, but firstly, can you please put your hands together for our incredible panel, Jen, Murray, Dicko, Patience, Lindy and Cameron, and also for Simi and Alana and Mark working here. Can you please put your hands together for the Factory Theatre and the Sydney Comedy Festival for having us, Dash and Harry on the sights and sounds. Now, on stage scores, Team Dicko was on 54 points. Team Patience, 50 points. So Dicko wins, well done. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna read everyone out from the bottom to the top. We used to clap for everyone, but it, was, it, was, it got a bit repetitive. So now we do musical-based uh, cheers together. So the first one, we're gonna do the blur. All right, do you want to practice together? One, two, three. Okay, in last place, it's the Spares. In 34th place, Quizzy Rascals. In 33rd place, a trio of Hangovers. In 32nd place, Chorizo Nuggets. Now we're going to do the Limp Bizkit. Yeah! All right? You want to practice that? No, you, you got this. In 31st place, it's never going to quiz you up. Yeah! In 30th, two old, one young. Yeah! 29th is Mystery Team. In 28th, it's Brilliam. Yeah! In 27th, it's First World Problems. Yeah! Oh, now you know we have to do Shania Twain's Let's Go Girls, all right. <laughs> we have to. In 26th, it's the two of us. Let's go, girls. In 25th, it's We Love Simmy. Let's go, girls. 24th, it's Triv Actually. Let's go, girls. In 23rd, it's Table of Five. Let's go, girls. Now we gotta do the Bon Jovi. Whoa! All right, okay. In 22nd, it's Panic at the Quiz Show. Whoa! Now, I actually love your team name. I've never heard that before. So you've won a bottle of Jamison Double Black Barrel. Where are you, buddy? Well done. Back to the walls, though. In 21st place, it's Pepperoni Ice Cream. Whoa! And in 20th place, it's Dancing Queens. Whoa! Now we're going to do the Little John. Yeah! All right, OK. In 19th, there's No Idea. Yeah! In 18th, it's Topless Bitches. Yeah! Now we're going to go to what? In our 17th place, it's Disappointing Dickos. Yeah! No, we're going to what now? All right. What? Okay. In 17th, it's Disappointing Dickos. What? In 16th, it's Happy Sex. What? Okay. Now we're going to okay. Getting ahead of myself. In, in 15th, there is a light that never goes out. Okay! In 14th, it's Drop It Like It's Hot Potato. Okay! Now let's put them all together. Okay. In 13th, These Little Red Darlings. Yeah! In 12th, Quiz Khalifa. What? In 11th, it's the turnarounds. Okay! Right. <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay. Uh, now we're gonna, we're gonna do my favorite one. It's the disturbed. Ooh, ah, ah. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, in oh, 11th place, we had the turnarounds. In 10th, well done, turnarounds. In 10th place, it's Quiz Tima Aguilera. Ooh, ah. In 9th, it's Hot Pot City. Ooh, ah. In 8th, it's Mark Holden. Ooh, ah. In seventh, it's Let's Get Quizzical. In the last one, make it good. In sixth, it's Gavage Sarden. Oh, that's good. Now let's go to the Violent Soho Hell Fuck Yeah. All right. 
In fifth place, it's the Wanderers. Hell, Hell fuck yeah. yeah. In fourth, it's Taser Grandmas. Hell, Hell fuck yeah. In third place, getting our, our Wiggles, re-Wiggles vinyl, it's Ed Sheeran's legal team. Hell, fuck yeah. And in second place, it's King Quizard and the Quizard Quizard. Hell, fuck yeah. And we'll see how this goes. It could be weird. Uh, let's do the chorus to Sandstorm by Darug. For first place, for first place, it's... Stacy's dad. <laughs> Give it up for yourself, Sydney. You're incredible. Now, we always finish these nights uh, with karaoke, led by the incredible patience. So please welcome her to the stage for a spot of karaoke in summer rain. We dedicate it to Cameron. Please. Whispering our goodbyes, waiting for the train. I was dancing with my baby in the summer rain. I can hear him saying, nothing will change. Come dance with me, baby, in the summer rain. I remember the rain on his skin and his kisses Hotter than the Santa and a wind Whispering our goodbyes, waiting for the train I was dancing with my baby in the summer rain I remember laughing till we almost cried There at the station that night
We'll see you next time.